Hello everyone, welcome to Tea Time Reports. Uh, this is Trevor again. Uh, I have a really kind of cool episode in my personal opinion. Uh, I'm going to be discussing a really awesome game. A game I've been putting a ton of hours into myself. Um, I have an Xbox Series S, nothing fancy. But uh, something I always loved watching as a kid was like YouTube Let's Plays and shit. I'm sure everyone has. Um, and this game was one of those games I love to watch people play. And I never thought I'd be able to play it. Because I never had like a PC or anything. So this game is actually called RimWorld. And it is one of those kind of base builder type of games. But in my personal opinion it's a lot more sophisticated. And really in depth um, with details. You have um, AI um, narrative generation. You have the ability to build, defend, explore. um, Deep colonist interactions which you have... You start out with colonists, pretty much, and those are, you know, just people. You crash land on a planet, and what it means by deep colonist interactions is it's talking about, are they drug addicts? What religion are they into? Are they married? Do they, are, are they gay? I mean, it goes so in-depth into everything about human nature, and um, you can have fucking machine guns, generators, you can have a hydroponics pot system, like, growing weed... Um, there's so much about this game that is really cool that I haven't even been able to touch in-game because my colony will either destroy itself because of mental breakdowns or I'll be invaded by a bunch of cannibals. So, again, the artwork's really cool. It's in 2D. There's animals. There's, uh, you have to get, uh, resources like, uh, metal and iron and gold, emerald, um, as well as, like, plasteel. You have to create stockpile zones for your food, for your medicine, for your building materials. Um, You can build your buildings and doors out of different materials, so if you don't want someone to kick down your door as fast or an explosion to blow up anything, just make your your buildings and doors steel. You can make traps, sandbags, Um, you can make clothing, you could sell clothing. There's caravans of people, and um, sometimes if you have the, the, the DLCs, You'll run into, like, the Empire. Um, There's so many really cool aspects of this game that are just really original and kind of creative. There's three different modes you can play on. Randy Random, who is legitimately, like, on crack. Like, you could get, like, humanoids sent at you, like, on your fucking third week. Um, Then you have Phoebe Chillax, who kind of allows you to, to... to build your base and kind of grow and then it gets gradually harder and then you have Cassandra Classic which is the the typical uh, setting and it's really like in depth as far as you know how you have to plan out your base do you want to build it in the side of a mountain do you want to have a mountain base do you want your base to be outside but you corner it off so you can create a kill box so anyone that's trying to invade or uh, loot you will have to go through that kill box and just get mowed down by machine guns, your automatic turrets, your colonists that have weapons, knives, swords, great bows, rifles, charge beams, so much really cool shit that you can really kind of go down the rabbit hole with here. But the really cool thing about this game, in my opinion, that kind of gets me sucked into it is the building aspect of it. I'm really trying to... My first first initial steps when I load into a game um, is, first of all, Let's set up my stockpiles. I'm going to get a stockpile for my food, my medicine, and I'm going to get a second stockpile for my building materials and my money and my extra weapons and clothing. 
and then I'll seal those off, make sure they're roofed up so that they don't deteriorate over time. And then, you know, I initially would go typically to build bedrooms um, just so the, the colonists are actually happy. But then I, I, I've been kind of realizing now I need to immediately go for my grow zones and actually start a farm. You can get rice, potatoes, uh, heel root, so many different types of things. You can also make prisons, your, your hospital, um, you know, there's nutrient paste dispensers, there's uh, cemeteries, you can build graves, you can um, capture people, enslave them. I mean, this shit goes fucking crazy, bro. Don't get me wrong. Like, it's definitely a wild ride when it comes to the storyline because the whole point of the story is for you to build up your base enough so that you can actually accomplish the side quests and missions that actually will you'll get a pop-up that says save colonist tim tim butt he's being chased by five man-eating uh deer and then you say accept and tim will run into your map and he'll join your colony if you're able to kill all those deer and if you kill all the deer, then you get Tim as your colonist. He'll join He'll join your faction. And um, do enough of those, then you'll get prompted with actual storyline quests. And then you do those, which are very difficult. Um, you'll get one that will allow you to get off-world. And a spaceship will come down and get you. But you don't even have to ever end the game. You could just continue to grow, get a massive army, just start um, invading and looting um, resource campsites of some of the other nations and... It's really awesome and really cool. The animals are really sick. You'll have random events like this rabbit has gone mad. And then you have to jump to it, jump to the location and um, get your guys to react. You have to draft them to be able to fight. So press Y. And then they kind of will react violently. So if there's like a fucking, there's like wild naked people in this as well. So they'll just wander onto your map and sometimes they'll attack you or sometimes they'll steal your food. So... Just draft your colonists, and then that will give them the ability to use their weapons and defend themselves as well. But um, there's really cool stuff like ancient danger. Whenever you you know get into your map, um, you'll see like rooms built into a mountain. Don't open those rooms. You're gonna die. Wait till you're set up and you actually have a legitimate setup with weapons and defense systems and power. Make sure you have wind power or geothermal power. Um, and that can power your entire compound. Um, and then also the beauty factor of rooms takes into effect. If your colonists are having men mental breakdowns, uh, do does your colonists need to meditate two hours a night? Um, do they need an hour of rec time? Like you set up their entire schedule, what they do, what they don't do, set up home zones, you can have pets, you can have actual like livestock um, there's just so many aspects of this game that go so deep into the actual kind of vibe of just a base builder, but also like a survival game. So I really think if you have Xbox and you have 40 bucks, you know, maybe 60, buy the two DLCs and buy the base game. It's really fun. It's, uh, it's a single player, but it, it doesn't feel like it because the AI is actually kind of smart. Like they'll attack you at random moments and you'll have to respond accordingly. There's disease, infection, random transport pod crashes to where you could capture or, you know, help the, the person and, you know, mend relationships with other factions. You could trade with other factions. You could, you know, sell people to other factions. It's just a fucking mindfuck. But if you're into that type of thing, like me, I kind of enjoy the chaos of trying to make something organized in a legitimate, no way possible situation. 
Like, there's mountain lions, there's panthers, there's fucking um, rhinos, there's... And all animals have the chance to go aggro uh, during an event. So just, just keep your eye out for that message board and definitely make sure when you're picking your colonists that you get colonists that are actually good at stuff. So when you actually log into the game and actually get into creating your world, you get to choose three colonists or you could choose five or you could choose one. Um, there's perks of doing all of them. Um, but if you are choosing your colonists, make sure you rotate through the colonists so that you actually get someone that's good at building or good at growing or good at plant cutting or uh, a good at um, shooting or good at um, melee. You want someone that's competent and not just all good in one thing. So if you have a guy that's incapable of dumb labor, then he's not going to haul anything and you need everyone to be able to haul shit. So it's just one of those things where efficiency is also key to creating and getting up your first colony. Um, and you will fail many times if you've never played this before. Uh, I still fail a lot in this game, but it's just very enjoyable and fun because it's chaotic, the artwork is really cool, and you kind of, you know, if you do get like a colonist lasting for a while, then it's actually pretty cool seeing how much it grew and how, how much more shit that you need. Like, oh, I need this research bench. Oh no, now I need a tailor bench. Oh fuck, now I need a fucking electric stove. Oh, I need these people to start cleaning up because they're cooking in foul places that's causing food poisoning for my colonists. Uh, one of them's in a psychic daze, so they're wandering around. But a raid is happening right now. They're not safe. I gotta draft my other two colonists to get over there and protect them. It, it gets so crazy. You have to be very quick to it. Like I said, jump to, jump to the events um, because something really bad could happen when you're not paying attention to one of your colonists. Um, say one of your colonists is going to haul some wood back to base, goes to pick up the wood... And a mountain lion is like mauling a rabbit to death and then, oh, it's coming for the colonist. Just something to think about and keep your eye on for sure. Um, but at the same time, if you have not played this game, you'll enjoy the aspect of just the artwork and as well as the chill vibe. The music is chill. Everything about the game is chill um, when it comes to like the cosmetics and stuff. But then it just gets so twisty and... And crazy, like the, the mechanoids, if you dig too far into a cave, you're going to run into an insect hive. Um, the DLCs I'll talk about briefly, one of them um, adds religion and like rituals and uh, new furniture and stuff and new buildings, not buildings, but new like equipment. And the other one adds like a faction based kind of update to where there's like one really big faction that you kind of can either piss off or you can align yourself with to get really good benefits. Um, I recommend getting both of the DLCs because they add so much more to the game. The base vanilla game is chill, like really good as well. Off-rip, it's really in-depth and thorough um, with details as well as just upgrading stuff and making sure that you're doing everything properly and make sure you're consistently researching. Have at least one colonist at the start that is good at research. You may not use it to start with, but you definitely want someone that is smart and the research let me just put this. If you have someone that has double-digit attribute stats, that's really good. So, like, they have a 10 in shooting, they're a fucking great shooter. If they have, like, an 11 in plant cutting, they're really fast at cutting down big trees, and that could be really efficient for you to get wood and to, to plant. And if you're if there's a good plant cutter, there's a good grower. Um, so just keep that in mind. There's a lot of stuff that kind of line up together and make sure your schedules match their personalities. Some people will be night owls. Some people will be... Um, you know, like day, um, day sleepers or whatever. 
Some people are fast learners, some people are narcissists, some people are hard to work with, some people are fucking ugly, and that really, like, kind of takes a toll on some of the other colonists, and I'm not even kidding. And then you have people that could be lovers, or um, husband and wife, um, so much stuff in there. And then, obviously, meditation comes into it with really spiritual parts in the map. They have, like, a spirit tree that you really would like to set your meditation spots up by, because it actually emits um, the most energy, and as well as it can also gives like that like if you have someone that is really talented in that kind of regard they'll there's going to be like a prompt to give them psychic abilities to where they i've never gotten too far into that aspect of it but like they can get psychic abilities from being like deemed the religious or like kind of cult leader of the faction um they get like a title not like a priest but other shit too um, there's like four or five religions i believe or idealist um ideologies excuse me that's what the that's what the uh uh, the, uh, the DLC brings. It's not really religion, but it's ideology. So you can make your people cannibals, you can make them drug addicts, you can make them hard workers, you can make them, like, purists. There's really cool, like, trees you can go down and stuff like that, but like I was talking about, the research is really important. You want someone that's smart, you want someone that's good at shooting and fighting, and then you want someone that's good at building and growing. Um, and then once you have that to start with, anything else on top of that is a luxury. And then just make sure you have enough space to give everyone their own bedroom. And make sure you plan out each room accordingly because some places will be deemed too cramped, too cluttered. Um, just a bad vibe for the colonists. And you can even actually look at their moods, what's pissing them off, what's making them happy, what's actually enabling them to actually wake up in the shithole every day um, because they did crash land there and... You know, it's just one of those things where the whole aspect of the game is really, really cool. And the same people that made this game actually made Prison Architect, because it's... I don't, I don't think it may have been... It may not have been the same production company, but I know it's definitely the same artist, because the artwork is the same. But, um, let me just say this. The guns in this, the defenses, the, the really in-depth, like, technology in this game is really cool. It's like a third-person Minecraft, but you get to manage multiple characters... So, and then you can equip them with armored vests, helmet, flak pants. Um, if, if you have a colonist that's a nudist, you can make them be nude. It's one of those things that's, that it's really interesting to see, like, how crazy in-depth they went with, like, human nature for these little figures that you're kind of just managing. And I just, thought, I just think that's a really cool aspect of the game is that you are in, like, that bird's eye type view and you get to see everything and where everything is and you have to pay attention, manage your your stock of your building materials, to your money, to your medicine, to your food supply, to who's cooking what, and and how many meals you want made, and who's hunting what animals, and is the hunter safe, is their gun in good condition, are their clothes in good condition, is it too hot outside, is it too cold, it's really in-depth along those lines, so just something to think about if you're looking for that new game, or looking for something to kind of eat up some time, I definitely recommend... Um, checking out this game for sure. It's called RimWorld Console Edition. If you have a PC, it's on there for sure, uh, especially if you're on like Steam or something like that, but it's definitely worth it. Um, support a, a really good production and gaming company, in my opinion. Um, let me actually get you that fact real quickly. Bear with me. Um... Ludian Studios. Okay. Let's see what they have here. 
bear with me. Enjoy the lo-fi. Ludian Studios. Okay, what do we have here? It's an independent developer. What games have they done? Their latest release was the actual the ideal the ideology expansion on the console uh, for the game, but I know they've been working on this game for a lot. Oh my God! June thirteenth was their first archived release of something for Ludian Studios. Really cool, really cool. Shout out to them for making a really fun game and honestly something that's been a huge part of my childhood for a long time. Um, Used to love watching like Quill 18 play this game back in the day and uh, just kick back and put my Kindle Fire up and watch a couple YouTube videos while I was doing homework. That was the shit. Um, yeah, not much really else I can say about this game other than, you know, the artwork is really, really cool. Um, the biomes are really cool. You could be in a, a tundra to a Arctic to a jungle to a swamp to a desert to like an island vibe, like there's so many really cool aspects about the setup of your world because you want to make your world as like, not you don't want to make it easy on yourself, but you want to go to a place that can grow food year round, has decent temperatures, not too hot, but not too cold so that you don't need to make parkas or buy parkas or any long sleeve wear for your colonists. That way they can kind of just vibe in like a tropical setting. But even then, there are going to be hot times and cold times in each year. But if you can find that one spot, that one place on the map that grows year-round and is a little bit easier on you at the beginning for a starter, if you've never played this game before, I recommend doing that because that way you can kind of get into the groove of building, setting up at your own pace, managing the colony for a little bit, and then obviously once that colony fails... You can look for a different, uh, a different biome, a different setting, um, if you want to go further north on the map or further south, but there's an actual full-scale globe you get to choose from, and that's really cool. Um, and obviously, different biomes offer different benefits and cons, so you really kind of want to look for that temperate rainforest at first, and if you are feeling ballsy, check out the desert or the swamp. So make sure you guys are tuning in to uh, the remaining Tea Time Reports episodes. And if you guys like some more, if you guys want some more game reviews, definitely let me know on Instagram or Twitter at Tea Time Reports. Uh, make sure you guys are following us on there for sure. We are dropping a lot of content on Instagram as of late, and uh, definitely plan on continuing. And uh, again, thank you everyone out there for supporting this podcast and showing the love and support and just the downloads and just playing just playing the episodes man and we hope we you know we hope we make something that sounds good to someone out there you know and um it, it means a lot to you know refresh that analytics page and see it you know progress more and more and uh, it's very appreciated by the entire team here at tea time reports we all put a lot of work in especially you know we all have full-time jobs and work a lot so it's hard to manage this and that at the same time but you know that's kind of just the dream but uh, I guess my my review or rating on the the RimWorld console edition game would probably be like an uh, probably a nine and a half out of ten. I was gonna say eight and just kind of disrespect it, but no, I can't even lie. I, I'd go nine and a half out of ten for sure, just based on the artwork, the storyline, the concept and theme. I just think you know there's not really many games out there like that or that are this smooth and that are this in depth and detailed. 
So just something to think about when you're actually looking for your next game on Xbox or PlayStation or hell, even PC. If you have a PC out there, I recommend you guys check this game out. Um, I don't know what the price is on Steam for it, but I imagine it's still probably 40 bucks. At least that's what it is on the um, Microsoft Store. So just something to think about if you're out there looking for a new game or something else to get into. Uh, if you're bored, definitely play RimWorld, that's for sure. Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning into this RimWorld review. This is Trevor with Tea Time Reports. Thank you all for your support, and I'll be signing off here right now. Take care.